This is Two Naked Hypnotherapists podcast by Heather and Connie. Do you want to achieve optimal health, ultimate success, perfect relationships, true spiritual awakening, and ever flowing abundance in your life? Are you ready for the naked truth? Then you've come to the right place. This podcast will give you free mind hacking and healing tools no other hypnotherapist will tell you. We are passionate about helping people transform their lives, and that's why we created this podcast. This is episode 29 of the Two Naked Hypnotherapist podcast, and our topic for this month is Higher Consciousness. We're going to share our perspective of what higher consciousness means, why it's crucial to be connected to the higher parts of yourself, and what you can do to elevate your consciousness on a daily basis. So grab your pen and paper and let's get started. Naked Hypnotherapist podcast is not meant to be replaced with medical treatments or to diagnose medical conditions. The information we share on this podcast is based on our personal views and should not be used to treat or replace your medical or clinical treatments. If you are experiencing any physical mental conditions, please consult your physician first. Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome back to Two Naked Hypnotherapist. Whether this is your first time with us or you have been following us since the beginning, thank you so much for your support. We've just reached the first anniversary this month. We couldn't have done this without your love and support, so thank you. I'm super excited about today's topic, Higher Consciousness. I believe living with our higher consciousness is a fundamental key to breaking through our limiting beliefs, which is the root cause of most of our struggles. We picked this topic because we want you to live your life with more ease, clarity, awareness, intuition, and soul purpose. But before we dive in, here's Connie. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Connie, and I'm happy you're tuning in again today. I hope you shamelessly celebrated yourself on this Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of celebrations, as Heather just said, I would say let's toast to our first anniversary. Yay! Cheers! Cheers! <laughs> and I also want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy life to listen to us each and every month. We know there are hundreds, if not thousands, of other podcasts out there. And it really means a lot to us that you're here. Plus, it keeps us super excited and inspired to create more valuable content for you. So we truly appreciate you and your listening ears. <laughs> okay, so higher consciousness. Such a fascinating topic. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of people are talking about this. And I feel it's now more important than ever to understand what it means for your life and how you can access your higher consciousness. Now, we get that some of you may be at different levels of understanding than others. And so not to leave anyone behind, we thought we would start this episode by breaking down the mind system again. 
If you have followed us from the beginning, then you might vaguely remember episode five on the trauma and karma topic, where Heather explained the three layers of human consciousness consisting of the unconscious, subconscious, and conscious layers and what they are responsible for. To best grasp the concept of higher consciousness, you'll have to know your mind system. So Heather, do you want to do a quick recap for our audience? (laughs) Yes, of course. Well, first, our listeners have been with us for a little while, already know that we always touch on the power of the mind and trauma, no matter what topic we are on. Mm -hmm. It's because those two fundamental systems, the human mind system and the trauma system, literally control our emotions, cognitive functions, health, personality, behavioral patterns, relationships, basically every part of our lives. As the Buddha wisely said, we become what we think because the one who has control over your thoughts has the most power in your life. So to simply put, to change anything in our lives, we have to be able to control our thoughts. But the question is how? And as Connie mentioned, I introduced the three types of minds out of five in episode five, to explain where the root trauma was hidden and how each type of trauma, such as abandonment, unworthiness, anger, fear, guilt, would show up in our lives. But today's focus is to give you a better visual sense of what your invisible mind system looks like. So I will go through all five of them so you will have a better understanding of which mind system you are using for your life most of the time and figure out why you haven't been able to solve that thing you have been wanting to resolve, eliminate, or manifest isn't happening. I know this sounds unrelated to talking about higher consciousness, but believe me, it's totally, absolutely related. Yeah, it's necessary. You have to understand the mind system to Mm -hmm. understand higher consciousness. And I hope you are already aware of yourself as an eternal, multidimensional, interdimensional being currently experiencing the third dimensional life in a human form here on this particular planet. But uh, I hope you are aware that other portions of you exist multidimensionally simultaneously. So that goes for your mind too. Your mind system is multidimensional, interdimensional. Every human has five different invisible minds installed inside of the physical body and also in the personal morphogenic field. So the human mind system. First, the lowest dimensional mind representing the root chakra is called the subconscious and unconscious mind. The subconscious mind is data storage that records everything you have experienced in your life per second for all of your life. The subconscious mind remembers everything, even though you don't remember. That's why under hypnosis, people can access detailed information about an event that they didn't remember at the conscious level. I was just about to say that. That's why hypnosis is so powerful Mm -hmm. because we can go back to those memories that you don't think you have, but they're all there from moment of inception. Everything. Or or maybe even before inception Uh if you believe in past lives. Right. Mm -hmm. So hypnotherapists, NLP practitioners, psychotherapists are professionally trained to help you access your subconscious mind. 
but actually anyone can learn how to access the subconscious mind. Maybe we will show you how to do that in the future episode. What do you think,、mm, Connie? That's a great idea. Yeah, we should. Now, the unconscious mind represents the super intelligence in your physical body that operates your body, such as autonomic functions, nervous system, immune system, endocrine system, and so on. So intelligent, the、mm-hmm. system. I'm always stunned how this works inside of us. Incredible. And you can agree with me that you are not running your incredibly complex human body. Instead, Your physical body came with some sort of super intelligence already installed in your body. The subconscious mind and unconscious mind coexist in the first dimension layer, but the functions and the roles are different. Next, the second part of the human mind is the emotional energy mind, representing the sacral chakra. Some call it energy body, instinctual mind. This emotional energy mind controls the second dimensional aspects of you and your life, conveying information throughout your body with energy signals, which we called emotions. Emotion is literally, as it says, energy in motion. Emotional energy mind uses the central nervous system, fascia network, intrinsic nervous system, meridian system, lymphatic system to relay. The data and information from the brain down to every part of your body. Yeah, so it's actually the electrical impulse, right? You can take information from emotions、right. as, as clues to what's going on inside of you, and then、exactly. you can act from that. This explains when you feel fearful emotion, even if the threatening situation is a perceived threat in your mind, and you are not actually in the physical danger. The emotional energy mind sends signal straight to your brain to shut off unnecessary bodily functions such as the immune system, digestive system, metabolic functions, sexual arousal. Because when you are in danger, it's not the time to eat, metabolize, or have sex. And your brain signals to release stress hormones like cortisol, adrenaline, so you can run, hide, or fight. And the incredible part is that this happens in like thousands of a second or something like that, right? It's yes. It's instantaneous. So to actually get to a point where you can be so aware that you can catch it before it really goes through the entire system—that's ideal. <laughs> this is proof that feeling emotion is part of the natural human biology, and that we are built to feel the energetic signal relays. There's nothing wrong with feeling emotions, and it's supposed to be safe to feel emotions because it's part of our natural system. Just like how our lungs take oxygen, exhale carbon dioxide, and we don't question about that function. But unfortunately, no parents, teachers, doctors. Have taught us how to feel emotions, how to observe the rise and fall of the energy flow, and how to embrace the process. But instead, we are taught feeling emotions is unsafe and shameful. Right, and that's where the problem is, though, because when you think of emotion as an electrical impulse, as a message, if we don't allow ourselves to feel it, then it gets stuck. Aka trauma, right? 
And from what I understand, it only takes 90 seconds to just feel the emotion, let it go through, and then you're done. Mm -hmm. But we keep it stuck because we, we were taught this way to not feel it. It's not safe and all that stuff. It takes such a short amount of time to release it and we don't do it. Like animals do this on the spot. If a bird flies into a window, it chicks itself off, releases mm -hmm. all the trauma, the impact, and then it's fine. We exactly. could do the same. Mm -hmm. yep. Third portion of the human mind system is the conscious mind. The thinking, analyzing, and the reasoning mind representing the solar plexus the third dimensional part of your life. The purpose of the conscious mind is data translation into the 3D world. The conscious mind is known as ego mind and has a very negative connotation, but it's actually a part of one's higher self and originally designed to be a conductor of the mind system to coordinate higher selves I say selves because there are multiple layers of higher dimensions and also lower selves such as the subconscious mind, unconscious mind, emotional mind, and the conscious mind. However, however, something happened in the human mind system long ago and the conscious mind has not been able to play the conductor's role. Our conscious mind spends most of the time and energy to survive through potential fear, danger, or threats. This is why we have difficulties controlling our negative thoughts, toxic emotions, repeated behavioral patterns, because the conscious mind is not connecting to the higher mind, but only connected to those lower minds mentioned earlier. I'm going to repeat this because it's important to remember. The conscious mind's job is data translation into the 3D world, meaning this mind is a manifesting powerhouse. What you think becomes your reality. The genius Albert Einstein left us the clue by this famous quote. Everything is energy and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but to get that reality. It cannot be any other way. This is not a philosophy. This is physics. Mm -hmm. And do you also think that the conscious mind is then the outpicturing of your thoughts and pictures mm -hmm. into the hologram, if you will, holographic mm -hmm. reality. reality, which is your reality. So you can choose either the ego mind or taking the wisdom and intuition from the universal mind, which is why we're having this conversation. Right? Exactly. How, to, how to do that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So as I mentioned earlier, the conscious mind's job main job is the data translation into the 3d world but what data are you manifesting in your life and what happens if your conscious mind is always thinking about the past that you hated or negative thoughts that you don't want to happen all the time that's why you need tools to override this dysfunctional human mind system otherwise you continue to live your life based on what your subconscious mind remembers. What I mean by that is the conscious mind is always in communication with the conscious subconscious mind because when your conscious mind is offline, meaning when you are absent from being in the present moment with your physical body, this often happens when you are driving, stressed out, depressed, overthinking, 
overwhelmed so that subconscious mind can step into the driver's seat to steer your vehicle for you. But since the subconscious mind is your memory bank, meaning all the records are what happened before, the subconscious mind can only use the data that either didn't kill you or let you survive in the past until you get back into the driver's seat. Do you know how often we leave our driver's seat per day? No, I have no idea. <laughs> According to the National Science Foundation, adults have 12,000 to 50,000 thoughts a day, either thinking about the past or the future. That means on average, we leave our driver's seat 750 times to 3,125 times per hour waking hour, which means 50 times per minute. So basically, you're only present eight. like what <laughs> a few, <laughs> eight few seconds, seconds. <laughs> oh wow i mean that is quite outstanding no wonder stunned. many of us are stuck in the same patterns and same outcomes with probably slightly different situations and slightly different group of people but same patterns over and over again right and then again it's always the same loop 90% of what we think is the same anyway from the last day. Maybe different, a little bit, but still the same. Tiny bit, maybe. But so, so nothing can change. Same. Nothing can no. change unless you get into this present state. And connected to and the connect. higher mind. And we hear this all the time, but to understand it like this mm -hmm. is so much more powerful. I hope you can really paint the picture for yourself. We wish we could do this in like a PowerPoint. <laughs> I know, really wish. <laughs> because this is not easy topic to just to talk about it. It's new ideas and it's much deeper content. And yeah. it's really, you know, difficult to explain. It is. It's. It would be so much easier to have a visual. But this knowing of how we are not present 90% of every minute. Yeah, that's something that needs to change. <laughs> Right. Mm -hmm. And then not only that, going through this human mind system allows you to understand what happens when you are not in the presence with your body, who takes over mm -hmm. and the consequences of you not being in the presence. Yeah, it's almost like we're just like a robots. Right? <laughs> there is no like where is the control? Who has the control? Thank you for explaining this again, Heather. I really hope this uh, hits home for all of you. And as Heather said, we often forget that the subconscious mind is running 95% of the show because it programs our entire state of being. And so I want you again to fully grasp what that means. Your subconscious mind is basically like the autopilot, which always runs in the background all the time to keep you alive and your systems running smoothly, which is amazing job that it does. But it takes its clues only from past experiences based on how successful your survival was guaranteed at a specific time and event. And I'm sure you will agree with me that taking action-based information from an old trauma survival pattern is definitely not the way to create your dream life. I think we, no. we can all agree. Unfortunately. <laughs> and I want to just share a quick example of how the subconscious mind works, something you can maybe relate to. Let's take insomnia, for instance. And I assume many of you can relate to this issue to a certain extent. I know millions of people suffer from that. 
And I've worked with numerous clients on this. And for the majority of them, the inability to sleep and find rest in adulthood originated from a survival response in childhood. So let's say the child was living in an unpredictable environment, maybe with a mentally or emotionally unhealthy parent, where the nighttime was not always a safe time. And so the subconscious mind created a belief or a program, if you will, that staying awake at night guarantees the best chance of survival. And that's exactly the reason why it's still controlling that person's sleep 20 years later because of this recorded behavior in the past that kept them safe back then. Now, if you become aware of why you have insomnia today, and a great way to find such a root cause is through hypnotherapy, then you can show and teach your nervous system that you're no longer six years old sleeping in that childhood home bedroom, but that you're safe now where you are and that there's no reason not to sleep. And this type of awareness can not only change your belief system and programming, but uh, subsequently your life altogether, right? So this is a rather simple example, but now we want to take it a step further and talk about what a true connection to your quantum mind or higher mind can do for you. Yeah, um, thanks for sharing the insomnia stories. Mm -hmm. um, it's just incredible and it's just amazing how our minds work mm -hmm. so seamlessly without us knowing Right. which mind is working, mm -hmm. who's driving, you know, our life mm -hmm. at that moment without True. killing us. <laughs> right. So what's important to understand is it's all for our safety. So even if we say like, oh my God, I can't sleep. I hate this. It's actually a beautiful part that keeps you safe. Mm -hmm. So it's something to be thankful for because uh -huh. without it, we, we would also have a problem. So there is a place for protecting from danger. But then if you can consciously choose when you want to access your higher mind for decision making, for mm -hmm. creating your dream life, for creating business or relationships, whatever it might be, that's the crucial part. All right. That's why we chose this topic mm -hmm. to talk about the higher mind or higher consciousness. So the next part of the human mind system has many names, higher mind, higher self mind. Unified conscious mind, super conscious mind, quantum mind, cosmic mind, God's mind, and so forth. <laughs> yeah. I call it super conscious mind, but the name doesn't matter. The gateway to the super conscious mind or higher mind is the heart chakra. The higher mind holds an abundance of multidimensional information, super wisdom collected across the galaxies and all timelines, the same creative life force that created the universe and the ever-present unconditional love energies in every cell of our beings. What does that mean? It means when you are connected with the higher mind or superconscious mind, you have access to intuition, incredible synchronicity, limitless creativity, instant solutions for all your problems, mental clarity, total self-confidence, self-trust, eternal inner peace, optimal health, self-healing power, and deep and a clear understanding of who you truly are and why you came here to experience in this lifetime. Now, doesn't that sound amazing? Right? I want that. I want that all the time. <laughs> so everything you think, everything you do, 
becomes the next stepping stone for your soul growth and expansion, which we all came here for. And this is why understanding the human mind system is the fastest way to go beyond the lower dimensional minds, to reach beyond your negative thoughts, pain, struggles, toxic emotions, and the karmic dramas. Connecting to the higher consciousness or higher mind requires to be in the present moment with your physical body. It allows us to override the lower three-dimensional minds to direct our thoughts, emotion, behaviors, actions to better our lives. Okay, so what about synchronicities then? I'm sure we've all experienced those moments before where we were looking for some kind of guidance and then we met the right person found the right book mm -hmm. or stumbled upon the mm -hmm. right website um, all the time. to get that information that we needed to receive. Now, that obviously happens without our conscious direction, but essentially we're tapping into our higher mind and being guided to those people and places through the inner wisdom, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. So now imagine what can happen when you are aware of this and you can intentionally access your higher mind then you don't have to leave those meetings and outcomes to happenstance anymore. So instead of waiting for your desire to crystallize at some random point in time, you can actually choose to connect with that all-knowing part of yourself, which is tapped into the universal mind, and then you can manifest it faster. There you go. So how empowering is that to just set an intention, become aware of the thoughts you're pretty much downloading from your higher intelligence through your intuition, outside of your own database and then guiding that energy where you want it to go to get what you want because you are truly that powerful and you are in much more control of your own destiny that way and plus it doesn't really require hours of meditation this no. can happen spontaneously while you're taking a walk in nature you're taking a shower basically when, when you're, you're having lunch yeah <laughs> when you're present when you're yes. present in the moment and those insights can be super profound I sometimes get the best ideas when I do my morning walks in the park. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and you will find that this connection grows stronger and stronger the more you practice it. And then manifestations also will come faster. Now, I'm not saying that I'm anywhere near perfect doing this, <laughs> but it's definitely fun, especially when you start seeing like the small results, even the smallest results. The so, smallest result mm -hmm. is the key for success. Mm -hmm. Because then you trust. Yes, you trust exactly. and then you do more. You want mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. So to sum it up, your level of awareness at any moment in time really determines the quality of your life experience. And that's why it's so important to be connected to your higher consciousness. Yes. And I'd like to add one more note on what you just said, because it's important. Oftentimes, when we talk about the higher mind or superconscious mind, we tend to think of the higher mind as not us, meaning thinking or feeling that some higher dimensional beings or extraterrestrials or <laughs> nothing to do with us. But that's not true. The higher mind, the superconscious mind, is absolutely you, a part of who you are and what you are in different forms. Accessing the higher mind or higher consciousness means your highest level of consciousness and the super intelligence in the higher dimensions. This is your higher consciousness. You are that intelligent. You are that powerful. And you came here to experience your highest consciousness and super intelligence and the super manifesting power 
into this 3D world. Yeah, I love this. And it's so much more fun when you're actually doing it and you know you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so powerful. All right, friends, this is the end of today's episode. We hope you enjoyed learning about higher consciousness and can take some of this information to practice a higher state of being every day, which will allow you to be back in the driver's seat of your life. And of course, we always love hearing your success stories. So if you have any mind-blowing results to share, please feel free to email us at 2nhpodcast at protonmail.com. Next month, we're going to talk about how you can optimize your health, relationships, career, and financial abundance by accessing your higher mind. We can't wait to have you with us again on March 16th. Until then, take care. See you in March.